We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Striking Gold, your 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Network. My name is Rob Lauder. I cover you the 49ers for all of you fine folks on the other side of the speaker. And here we go. Punt, 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 fumble, safety, punt, field goal, punt, interception, fumble. That is the 49ers drives since they scored a touchdown with seven minutes and 56 seconds left in the first quarter. They scored three points in three and a half quarters of football and turned the ball over three times in three and a half quarters of football. Obviously, if you're here, you already know the 49ers just lost in an absolutely abysmal performance, 10 to 11 to the Denver Broncos, and I'm going to walk myself back a little bit. I'm going to say they lost mostly in part due to an offense's abysmal performance. The defense played like champions. I do not care that the second-to-last drive of the Broncos game was a touchdown. I do not care that the 49ers gave up that touchdown. After holding that offense to nearly nothing for three and a half quarters, the defense finally gave up a touchdown after the offense sent them out there time and time and time and time again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's how many drives ended with three plays for the Broncos' offense. The 49ers forced nine three and outs, and they lost 10 to 11. The 49ers defense played excellent. I was very impressed. The stat sheet with tackles is like 20 players long. 
They had five pass breakups, seven tackles for loss, four sacks, two forced fumbles. It was an impressive performance by the 49ers defense. So if you're looking for the glass half full, not even half full, if you're looking for any water in the glass, look to the 49ers defense because the 49ers offense was pathetic. They went one of 10 for third down. One of 10. And that one didn't come until the second to last drive. Right before Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception into double coverage. Obviously, I mean, there is there is no way other than praising the defense that I could make this game pleasant to talk about. It was so bad. It was so bad. It, I mean, it, it really is. You were going to have plenty of time to get to your takeaways, and I'm going to have to institute a new takeaway rule Hold on. Let me make sure. Okay. Matt Mayoko is reporting. I didn't even want to take the time to watch Kyle Shanahan's press conference. Otherwise, I could be telling you about this myself. But Kyle Shanahan said after the game that Trent Williams most likely suffered a high ankle sprain, which typically, I mean, I'm going to guess right around a month, you're probably going to miss at least three or four weeks. A high ankle sprain is actually, when you when you actually look up what it is, it's a pretty brutal injury. It's muscles tearing away from the bone. It, it's pretty brutal. Actually, look up you know the medical definition of a high ankle sprain. I like. I think the word the term sprain doesn't carry with it enough weight in the NFL. Low ankle sprains are the ones that are like, yeah, you may, you might be able to play the next week. High ankle sprains are pretty brutal, and that is not the worst news in regards to Trent Williams, one of the absolute best players in the NFL. But it's definitely not good news for the 49ers. Standing, you know, at the front of this offensive ineptitude to me was Jimmy Garoppolo. Played absolutely horrible. Just made the simplest shit look so hard. On paper, you might not see something that bad. 18 of 29, 62%, 211 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But it was just the missed throws, the missed opportunities, the missed conversions. It was horrible. Jimmy Garoppolo looked horrible. And I saw someone tweet, I mean no offense, that Jimmy Garoppolo is playing like a player who didn't practice all summer and was just given a playbook two weeks ago. No, Jimmy Garoppolo is playing how we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo play many times before. It ain't that complex. Jimmy Garoppolo has been on this team and in this offense for what? Five years now? The fact that he missed most of training camp, which he would have missed anyways, with the fact that he was recovering from soldier surgery and wasn't given a playbook, has almost no bearing on what we saw out there. Because what we saw is what we've seen many times before. Nothing about this Jimmy Garoppolo performance was different than dozens of other Jimmy Garoppolo performances we've seen. Made a couple of nice throws, made quite a few bad throws, quite a few misses, 
He just makes the simplest shit look so difficult. There's no other way to describe it. It's like the simplest completions just look like he had to try so hard to make it happen. Now, I don't want to fault completely fault him. He made a few good plays. You know, he put it all out there on a couple plays. Just in the last drive, he scrambled, avoided a sack, and was able to toss the ball up and over the line to Jeff Wilson, who promptly ran it for about 15 yards, was just coming up to the first down line. This was on the 49ers' final drive of the game to to possibly kick a game-winning field goal. And right as he's about to get a first down, he fumbles the ball. Broncos recover, game over. The drive before that, Jimmy Garoppolo just cocks back onto his back foot and throws it into double coverage. The ball is tipped and intercepted. The drive before that, he missed an open Debo Samuel coming across the middle. Threw it behind him by like five feet. It wasn't even close. It just was a very, very, very bad Jimmy Garoppolo performance. We all know the roller coaster that is Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen some highs. We've seen some lows. This was definitely near the bottom when it comes to lows. I mean, one of 10 on third down. And I would love to know on how many of those third downs Jimmy Garoppolo missed the throw because it was seemed it seemed pretty frequent. He just wasn't good. Wasn't good. And with the game on the line, as bad as Russell Wilson was throughout that whole game, he led his team on a game-winning drive. Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception. And that's the difference. When you really get down to it, and you're looking at the last chance to make something happen. Jimmy Garoppolo crumbled. Russell Wilson rose to the occasion and made several plays during that drive that were 100% Russell Wilson magic type plays that 49ers fans are used to seeing. At some point during this game, I started to ask myself, and this is in no way absolving Kyle Shanahan, who I think shares quite a bit of blame with this loss. You know what? Hold on. Before I move off of Jimmy Garoppolo, The dude stepped out of his own end zone for a safety. The 49ers lost by one point. A safety is two points. Jimmy Garoppolo stepped out of his own end zone. I want to say Dan Orlovsky might be the only other quarterback to do that. Or maybe there's more, but Orlovsky sure was acting super pumped that somebody else finally did that. Unbelievable. And to top it off... Let's say that he didn't step out of his own end zone, that the end zone was magically moved back another six inches. I believe Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception. That would have been a pick six, I believe. So maybe that safety was somehow, in the weirdest of ways, a blessing that erased a pick six. I don't know for sure if it would have been a pick six. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo threw that pass weird because he already heard whistles blowing. I don't know. I'm not even prepared to give him that excuse. But damn, what a horrible game. The Broncos were just trying to give it to the 49ers, and the 49ers wanted no part of it. Excuse me, the 49ers offense wanted no part of it. The offensive line did not play well either. (laughs) Jimmy Garoppolo was under pressure. Quite a bit. It seemed like he was holding on to the ball too long, but he was still under pressure quite a bit. Quite a few horrible penalties. It was just 
horrible. I think Brandon Ayuk had three catches for 39 yards and a touchdown by like the end of the first quarter. And that's what he finished with. It was, it was just, it's hard to talk about. Now, remember these, this podcast, the one that's right after the game, it's just really my reaction to the game. I do have some notes, but one thing I was going to say when I, in regards to Kyle Shanahan, I'm glad I remember to get back to that. Who I, who I placed a healthy amount of responsibility for this game because I, and, and, and I have to preface this by saying I am not an offensive coordinator. I'm kind of like a middle school offensive coordinator. I know basic offense because I run it all the time while I'm coaching. So I don't really have the, the resume to criticize Kyle Shanahan in terms of play calling. But what I will criticize him for is deploying an offense that has, for a while, seemed overwhelming for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I'm saying, the simplest completions seem so difficult. And I get it. If Jimmy Garoppolo is not good, it doesn't matter what Kyle Shanahan is deploying. It's always going to look like shit. But there's still an element to watching this offense operate that just looks like it's too much for Jimmy Garoppolo. When's the last time you saw the 49ers just throw a five-yard hitch and gain five yards? It's even tough to remember the last time the 49ers just threw Debo Samuel a regular old slant. I'm sure it's probably more often than, than I think it is, but it just seems like this, is, this offense is just a little too much for the old Jimmy G. Now, maybe if they simplified it a little bit, Maybe if they made it easier, Jimmy Garoppolo would still screw it up, which is, there's a good chance that's the case. But you just kind of, you get the impression that Jimmy Garoppolo just has to try so hard just to make something work. And it's hard to watch. We've always joked about the fact that if the football flies outside the camera's view, your butt clenches up because you have no idea what's going to happen. That's not normal for every other NFL quarterback. Some of them. But the Jimmy Garoppolo experience is absolutely being nervous every time the ball is thrown to somebody who you can't see on the screen at that moment. It's crazy. It's crazy. It was. I, I normally try to give the old Jimmy G the benefit of the doubt, but this was a hard game to watch. And I get it. The Broncos' defense was no joke. They're a good defense, but this was not it. These were missed opportunities after missed opportunities after missed opportunities. So, let's get into your takeaways. I mean, what else, can, what else more can I say about this game? We've talked about Trent Williams. We've talked about the fact that this isn't on the defense. We've talked about the fact that this has seemed like the same old Jimmy Garoppolo. We've talked about the 49ers shitty drives throughout the entire game. I mean, Debo's, if you if you want to just end on some positives from this game, I would say Jeff Wilson Jr. looked like a decent running back. He averaged 6.3 yards per carry, but then he capped that entire affair off with a game-ending losing fumble. Debo Samuel looked pretty good. Five catches for 73 yards. Jimmy Garoppolo missed him a few times on big plays. Brandon Ayuk looked good, but again, Three catches for 39 yards, and then he, he had eight targets, but I don't think they were close to him. Had a touchdown on a little pick play, 
Should have been flagged for offensive pass interference, but it wasn't, so screw it. George Kittle made his debut. Can't forget about the old George. Caught four or five passes for 28 yards. Seems a little underutilized. Your tight end should be averaging more than seven yards a, uh, a catch, but it, uh, tight end of that caliber. Kyle Juszczyk had a beautiful back shoulder catch. Toe drag swag for the fullback. I mean, that is that is just a, a, a spoil. You're, you know you're spoiled when your fullback can do toe drag swags. It's just a pity that the 49ers like to employed, implode among all our riches. So, as you guys know, I've started takeaway time. After every game, win or lose, doesn't matter. We're asking for take. We're, at, we're getting your takeaways, and we're hitting them here on the podcast. Now, I'm looking at my tweet right now. I'm going to refresh it. 130 replies. One of them being myself saying, holy shit. <laughs> and then somebody posted uh, from Pineapple Express, Pandora, Pandora doesn't go back in the box. Somebody else, be careful what you ask for. Somebody else, I immediately regret this decision. I love it. I love it. So here's what we're going to do. How much time? We've, we've been going for 15 minutes already, which by striking gold, gold standards is very brief. But we will expand on this a little later in the week. These are my reactions. Anybody who watched that game probably doesn't have that much more to say about it other than what I've said. It was just one of those games. But here's what we're going to do. We're at 15 minutes. I'm going to set a timer on my iPhone. My iPhone. For 15 minutes. So that'll take us to a half hour. I'm going to start at the top, and I'm just going to work my way down through, through as many of these 130 takeaways. Keep them coming. I don't want Pandora to go back in the box. I do not regret what I asked for. Keep them coming. I want these takeaways. My editor, Tyler, just texted me. Back on the mic tonight? You better believe it, man. We're 15 minutes in. I'm going to start my timer. We're going to do at least 15 minutes of these takeaways. Let's see if your guys' thoughts can expand on my own. But I have a feeling we're going to agree. So let's start it. Bam. There it is. Let's go. The first takeaway is from a good friend of mine, Omar Figueroa. The Niners defense is so good. The offense, not so good. Hashtag less turnovers equals more wins. Hashtag 49ers. Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. I think Omar's over in like Puerto Rico going to medical school. He's a good dude. Matthew Beneke. Defense is among the very best in the league. I wholeheartedly agree, agree they could be the best in the league. Offense leaves a lot to be desired, to say the least. Too many missed opportunities, and they need to figure out a way to win on third down if they want to be a playoff team this year. Right now, it's not good enough. 100%. 100%, Matthew. I mean, like you, like we said, one of 10 on third downs. One of 10. You got 10 tries. You got one. That's 10%. There isn't even a universe in, in where 10% of anything is good. I mean, I guess there is. But y'all know what I mean. Abysmal. Horrible. Horrible. Alec Hudson, when will Kyle learn you have to play aggressively on fourth down in the modern NFL, regardless of how good your offense and defense are playing? I don't remember the 49ers having a fourth down opportunity that I regret them not or, or that I that I was frustrated about the way they played it. That could be something that I've got to go back and watch. But I don't remember the 40, 49ers having a fourth down opportunity that they did something conservative maybe during the couple of field goals 
I don't know, but the way this matchup played out, points were at a premium, so I, I could understand why Kyle Shanahan kicked the field goal when he did, but I'd have to go back and look at it. There's a good chance Alex Wright. I just don't remember being overly frustrated about any fourth down decisions. Alan Shee, defense could be better than 2019, 100%, but we'll never know for sure because the offense will hold them back all season. I agree, and it's it's it, it, when you look at it that way, it's sad because the 49ers have some unbelievable talent on this team. They have a Super Bowl-caliber defense. Shit, they have a Super Bowl-caliber offense minus the quarterback. And maybe the offensive coordinator needs to uh, rethink his his operation just a little bit. But this is a Super Bowl-caliber roster with a problem at the most important position. Shizzo Stroll, does Jimmy not getting any preseason reps explain why he looked this bad? No. Jimmy's been on this team for five years. And I, I'm not frustrated. I'm not, I don't mean to sound frustrated. Like, that's not what I'm, how I'm trying to come off. But no, Jimmy Garoppolo's been on this team forever. It might as well be forever. He doesn't need any more preseason reps. He knows what the hell he's doing. And most of those preseason reps would have been lost anyways as he recovered from his shoulder surgery. He wasn't even cleared to throw with full velocity until like late July, early August, I think, that he said on the broadcast. I do not think Jimmy Garoppolo's lack of a preseason had anything to do with any of this. He has so much experience in this offense. He knows what he's doing. It's just, we've seen this Jimmy Garoppolo before. Like, it, it isn't a new Jimmy Garoppolo. Rudy, the inability for this team to stay healthy and draft unnecessary picks that doesn't allow the team to build to further the game. I get it, injuries happen, but O-line needs definitive backups, and the defense has been keeping the team in games for the last four seasons. The O-line and offense needs help. It does. I don't think the offense needs help. Okay, I, I can get into the o- offensive line, though. They Let me see how many quarterback hits they gave up. Two, four. Six, they gave up six quarterback hits. Um, three, four, five tackles for loss. Not necessarily uh, a hugely bad stat. They gave up four sacks. But you can tell that the interior O-line looked overmatched. And yes, the 49ers have wasted some draft picks on peculiar picks like running backs that either get no burn or haven't gotten, you know, it, it's just, it is odd. It is odd, and I do feel like the offensive line may have been a victim to some of that ignorance. Joshua, Eridol, Cantrell, O-line QB play was the weakness here. Some of the problems were on Jimmy, but some of them were totally out of his hands with an O-line that couldn't block anything, especially after Williams went down. I agree. I I, I don't want to seem like Jimmy Garoppolo was (laughs) – I can't even say this while keeping a straight face. Jimmy Garoppolo was a huge reason they lost. But the offensive line did play like shit. And once your offensive line starts playing like shit, it's in your head. You're seeing ghosts. You don't know how much time you have. You don't know if you're about to get smacked in the back of the head. Jimmy Garoppolo looked 100% uncomfortable throughout most of the game. And that could be to his own, the way he was playing the game. versus, And it could also be due to the way the offensive line was playing the game. I mean, how they swapped out Trent Williams, who went down with an ankle injury for Jalen Moore. I mean, and, and immediately Jimmy Garoppolo was sacked. Isaac Pena, the offense needs to get this shit together. Our defense has been stellar. Offense has been lacking, and something needs to be done different. This wasn't, was it just on Jimmy G, as some many are quick to point the finger? Not just, but a lot. A lot. You can watch that game and, and make that determination. And the offensive line is right there with him. 
Rob Krager, Jimmy G single-handedly cost us that game. Fumble, safety, interception. Everyone was ragging on Trey for preseason. And one rain game and out Jimmy in. Everyone got their wish. Terrible. Just terrible. It was bad. It was bad. And there were a lot of people that were pumped to see Jimmy Garoppolo back in the offense. And that was not the game you want him to lead off with. Per usual, this is JRiv49. No offense, great defense. The usual, the unusual, like against Green Bay, defense scored all the points. Today, offense gave Denver two of its five points for majority of the game. No safety, Niners win 10-9. to Jimmy G is just not that guy. When do we start taking offensive, talking offensive coordinator? Uh, well, you're never going to talk offensive coordinator while Kyle Shanahan's in the building because that's his deal. And uh, I don't know. It's so hard to... It's almost like Kyle Shanahan's decisions are worse than his play calling. His decisions are what have the 49ers undermatched in the offensive line and are what have Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. So I, I, that, to me, looks easier to blame than it is his play calling. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Alec Hudson again. How is the 49ers offense so bad at playing with any consistency, no matter the quarterback? That is That was kind of my main takeaway from this game is why are are the simplest pass plays so difficult? So difficult. Why are there why is every time Jimmy Garoppolo throws the ball, and sometimes it, it was this, this way with Trey Lance too, it just seems like an absolute mission. There's no five-yard ends, there's no slants, there's no five-yard hitches. And if they are there, they're, maybe they're not the primary reads. Maybe they're just blanketed. I don't know. But it just seems like the 49ers are never in a position where they get to take what the defense gives them. And if they are, they're not doing it. Sad Niner fan. Defense is still out there doing their thing, but the team won't win with Jimmy at quarterback. Way too predictable. Can't get any worse with Purdy, can it? We'll see. We, I mean, we've got to get more Jimmy G before we get to that point. Way, wavy, 707. First takeaway, the NFL has caught up to Debo in the backfield. I'm not saying ditch it entirely, but we have to do something else. Uh, I mean, whatever. Debo Samuel is just a good player in the backfield. You know, like 
the 49ers rushing offense still averaged 4.6 yards per carry, which is good. Denver's averaged 3.1 with better running backs. So it wasn't the rushing attack as a whole, but Debo Samuel only averaged 1.2 yards per carry. I, I don't know if if the Debo if the NFL has figured that out, but it, it doesn't seem very hard to know that if Debo Samuel lines up in the backfield, they're probably going to run it with him. You know, that's not really the case with any other 49ers running back. So maybe you're right. Maybe they have. Texas is a men's golf school. Cool. Go, Texas. This game was like drowning in the Washington Monument's reflecting pool if it was only those huge ants from the Bad Indiana Jones movie. But I also have to watch the Bad Indiana Jones movie at the same time. No question. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to read that again. This game was like drowning in the Washington Monument's reflecting pool if it was only those huge ants from the Bad Indiana Jones movie instead of the water. But I also have to watch the Bad Indiana Jones movie at the same time. No question. Sorry. <laughs> well done. Uh, IG vegan underscore D will shoot him a follow, I guess. Takeaway. If the Rams commit to stopping the run, they will win next week. Jimmy ain't it. Uh, I, I believe it. Uh, Chronicy, the D was outstanding and deserves so much better. 100%. They do. It's you feel bad for them. Tim Stringer. I don't have any takeaways. The 49ers gave them all away. <laughs> I don't have any takeaways. The 49ers gave them all away already. Nice. Nice. Tim. Jared Brown, friend of the pod, got to have him on. Maybe I'll have him on, on the, sometime this week. See if he's down. The 49ers' unwillingness to invest in the O-line multiple times during the last two years, including spending two picks on running backs that got cut, don't see the field, is team-building malpractice. Yep. I mean, the 49ers spent a second-round pick on Aaron Banks, who's in there now. I don't know how well he played today. Jake Brendel, uh, kind of a, a center off the streets, if you will. No disrespect to Jake. And then you've got Spencer Burford, a fourth-round pick, just immediately thrown into the fire, probably punching above his weight. But still, it's it's a miracle that the 49ers' offensive line hasn't been worse than it is in that same zone. Matt Worthing, winning or losing was irrelevant. We do not have a competitive enough offense to realistically compete. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how great the offensive is if, if, if your quarter, and, and again, I don't know how much Jimmy G is to blame in here. If I was somebody with real play calling chops, I, I could tell you that more, but it just seems like Jimmy Garoppolo isn't going to give them a chance. Call Kaepernick, Jimmy G ain't it. No confidence from the start. His body language says it all. The defense bailed, balled, but a gas defense gives up points. They were on the field way too long at the end. Yep. Of course they were. I don't blame them for it. That's not their problem. The offense just couldn't stay on the field. Um, I'm not sure Kaepernick's the answer, especially at this point. But, I mean, I, I get what you mean. It, we'll see. We have to see more. Jimmy G is far and away the 49ers' best answer right now. But we'll see where that goes. Shit, we're already at 10 minutes. I need to go faster. Tim Peters, we have the best defense in the league, but we're still 1-2. and two. Yep, absolutely. I mean, I'm. you've heard me say it. It, it sucks for them. Russell. Pedestrian offense, bland and no changes at halftime. Jimmy Arm wasn't up to the task. He throwing short, long behind, and nowhere near a receiver's arms. Yep. It was, it was all over the place. Even the, the some of the catches were all over the place. It was nuts. Willie, this is a championship caliber defense, and it's being wasted by bad quarterback and online, O-line play. 100%. We're talking about it. Carlo, Russ screws us again. <laughs> true, man. It's true. Casey Farmer, fire Shanahan. Tired of watching these types of games. A offensive genius should be able to put up more than 10 points with this type of talent on the field. Now, that is what I agree with. I don't agree with the fire Shanahan part. I'm not there yet. I, but I can understand if you are. 
an offensive genius should be able to put up more than 10 points with this type of talent on the field. 100%. I don't even care if it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Shanahan needs to find a way for that to be better, period. Eric Fernando, honest question. How can we only make seven points having an offensive guru? Boom, Kevin, uh, Eric, and Casey are on the same page. Uh, I, I mean, that is the part I agree with. That is the part I don't know. I can't rip Kyle Shanahan to shreds because I don't know his plays, but it's like you've got to be able to do more. Mike McVeigh, how you doing, Mike? I hope you had a good time. Mike was at the game. Man, that was a sorry second half. O struggled without Trent. I wish we could have seen more from the offense in the first half and third quarter. Things need to be tightened up for next Monday. Yep, 100%. I mean, it wasn't even like it was bad even with Trent was out there, man. It's it's nuts. It, it really is nuts. John W. Randolph Kyle will say they had to throw it because of the fronts, but we abandoned run game in fourth quarter. Uh, They might have. I mean, they might have, but they were – no, I mean, it, it was Jeff Wilson Jr. It wasn't a run. It was a pass. Uh, I, I mean, you abandon the run game because you have to stop the clock. Now, how many drives did the 49ers have in the fourth quarter? They had one that started on Denver's 41, and they only gained uh, eight yards, hitting a field goal. And then four plays, punt, five plays, interception, two plays, fumble, game's over. So there really wasn't a whole lot of fourth quarter action to go off of. Um, but at, you know, during some of these situations, you're in a, you're, you're in kind of a two minute mode, even if there's not two minutes on the clock, that's kind of how you're playing the, the ball, but you might be right. It just seemed like the 49ers were in de- desperation mode. Mitch had a good game. Mitch Wisnowski did have a good game. I am excited that you said that Mitch Wisnowski had seven punts. He averaged 51.7 yards per punt. He had two touchbacks and three down inside the 20 and what seemed like two inside the five, one of which was on the one-yard line after Samuel Womack jumped into the end zone and knocked it back to be recovered. Mitch Wisnowski had a great game. A 51.7-yard average is no joke. Mitch Wisnowski was on fire, and, I, and I'm not saying that sarcastically. He had a great game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that a like just because, damn, thanks for reminding me. Flame 101, that was Colin, by the way, if I forgot to say it. Jimmy in the O-line is the only reason we lost this game. It's tough to argue with that. Very much so. Golden, time to fire Kyle. Yeah, not sure we're there yet. Dave McKinley, 49ers lost turnover battle 3-0. to zero. Yes, they did. 1-10 on third down. Minus 10 minutes time of possession, which seems wild. Did they really lose the time of possession? Because it just seemed like the, yeah, 25 to 35. It just seemed like the 49ers had the ball more. But, man, that's huge. 49ers are usually flipping that. Key injuries to Trent Williams and Al Shair. Yep, that'll do it. I agree, Dave. Well put. Well put. Travis Yurk Jenkins, give Trey a chance. Travis? Trey is out for the rest of the season with a broken ankle. Shout out to Travis. David, defense deserves better than this. Yep. Yes, they do. If the Niners want a real chance of making the playoffs, they need to bench Jimmy G, start Brock, or try and make a move for a quarterback. Who? I'm not sure, but anything is better than what we saw. Tough to argue with that. I'm not sure Brock Purdy's the answer. I mean, 
if it really gets to that point where they have nothing else to lose, then they might as well try him. But, you know. I have no reason to watch the 49ers. This is NBJN. I have no reason to watch the 49ers for the rest of the season. Absolutely not a fun experience. That was not a fun experience. Uh, I can understand that. Andres Perez, again, a really bad game of Jimmy Garoppolo. What else do you need in order to wave Garoppolo? He's a really bad quarterback. Well, they don't have any better right now. I mean, Purdy could be, but he's so young and inexperienced. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that we'll never get to that put in Brock Purdy point, but I, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet. We're at 16 minutes. Fuck it. We're going more. Sui Generis. If the NFL is really the kind of great meritocracy, Jimmy G just lost his starting job. I don't want to see him under, again under center. Um, if it were Trey Lance back there, I would agree. But they've got Brock Purdy back there. Mystery relevant. Last pick of the draft. That's not a slight whatsoever. Just what he, what they call him. Um, we'll see if he can challenge Jimmy Garoppolo for the job. I mean, that was poor performance. The door is creaking open. Shane says, we've probably not agreed to run Trey Lance and the linebackers over and over. Eh, we talked about that. Uh, I mean, that's in the, it is what it is. It, it happened. Uh, I, I just, I've always felt like anything you get from Trey Lance, you're talking about a guy that, a kid that ran for over a thousand yards in college. I, you know, I, I figured that was what we were going to get from Trey Lance. It's just unfortunate that he got hurt. Cesar Romero, this is why they went out and got Trey. It is. It is 100% why they went out and got Trey. But Trey's hurt. Guta, Gutu Madrell, his takeaway from this game, Jimmy Garoppolo, it's my tweet saying, Jimmy Garoppolo, a chance to make everyone forget about the last three and a half quarters. And then he proceeded to throw an interception. So, didn't happen. Frank Sports, defense looked great. They did, man. They did, Frank. I appreciate you. Chez Petri, are we sure Jimmy Ray isn't calling the offense? Uh, could be. Retro Dean, I wish I never got my hopes up about Jimmy. He is terrible. Man, That you could just like feel that tweet, can't you? I'm sorry, dude. J-Roy, this game was like quicksand. We almost lost Debo to injury. We lost Trent Williams to injury. Then Jimmy throws an interception. Then the defense does its job. Then a good catch happens. Next play fumbles the ball on a good run. Yeah, it was it was just one back thing after another. Empire guy, takeaway three. Shanny isn't doing himself. Or this team any favors with the play calling. He has, also has no emotion. Oh, I don't know about that. Kyle Shanahan's a pretty emotional dude. Chico, the defense breaks my heart because I know it'll be wasted by this not even subpar offense. We agree. We've talked about it. it I mean, it's it, that's a good way of putting it. Not, not even subpar offense. It was pathetic. MVP 77, Jimmy G played awful after the IU touchdown. The D was great, and once Williams went down, it felt like D needed to score because offense sucked. Yeah, it. I mean, it did really, like I said, I think Jimmy, Brandon Ayuk had that receiving line by like midway through the first quarter after the touchdown, and then it all kind of fell apart after that. Pitchak, Kyle, and Jimmy were made for each other, and it shows every game day. Ouch. Ouch. I mean, maybe Kyle Shanahan is operating at a Jimmy Garoppolo level in terms of a play caller. I wish I had Sean McVay's, like, you know, like, aptitude when it came to play calling so that I could dissect what Kyle Shanahan's doing and whether or not I agree with it. Wesley Pellin, start Brock Purdy. We might get there. We'll see. Jesus Martinez, it's the same story. Great defense, but offense is stagnant. It really is, man. We've been we've been reading this book for a while. Jay Scarfan 2 cut Jimmy G, save the money and play Brock. They might get there. I don't think they're there yet, but they could. Nicholas Cipriano, no. Nicholas Cipriano. 
I got you. Season's over, especially if Trent's out. Trent out. Trent out is a big loss. Not going to say the season's over. The 49ers have overcome worse, but uh, it, it, it's a huge loss. No matter how, even if it's three, four weeks, I don't know. It's a big loss. We'll see how that develops. Enrique Gonzalez, our offense is a joke. Should they put Birdie instead? Purdy? What's the downside? Um, I will. I I will be agreeing with that at a point. I'm not there yet, despite how bad Jimmy Garoppolo was today. Charlie Baker, Russ with the last minute magic and absolute garbage from Jimmy, which feels like an understatement. Yes, yes it does. Yes it does. All right. So I don't know how many takeaways I just read. I would probably guess sixty. I know that's not a hundred and thirty, which is what is now a hundred and thirty five. Let's just let's just randomly scroll down and get one more to give somebody down here a chance. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to get make sure they're all unloaded. Okay, I'm reloading. I don't I don't think anybody will know what that's from. All right, here we go. Here comes the here comes the the scroll. Boom, stopping, reading what's right in the middle. Michael Biodoin. I hope we lose every game going forward, get a good pick, and then fire those in charge. <laughs> Damn. Just blow it all up. Blow it all up. Chance, Wendy, we'll do one more. Everyone can go except Talano, Hufunga. Changed my mind. <laughs> I wouldn't say everybody. There's some damn good players on this on this team. Uh, but Talano, Hufunga did, I'm glad you said that, did have a great, great, great game. He's all over the place, man. He is flying all over the place. I love watching him play. I love watching him play. All right, boys. Man. I mean, that was 20-something minutes of takeaways. Look, if I didn't get to your takeaway, I apologize. I had 140 of them. And I can't I can't drag you guys through that many takeaways. But look, when you see that tweet go up, you fire off that reply. If you're if I didn't get to your tweet today, fire it off tomorrow. Next time. And I and I will get to it. It will be there eventually. But damn, I appreciate everybody jumping in on that thread. It's funny. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And look, uh, like I said, all of y'all felt about that game. We agreed. We felt the same. We're together. We are one of us. I don't even care if that makes grammatical sense. doesn't matter. Speaking of grammar, I have a uh, 100% success rate on Wordle. Anyways. I appreciate you guys listening to Striking Gold. Sorry you guys had to watch that tonight. Rough game. Rough game. Uh, embarrassing performance. Hopefully the 49ers bounce back. Um, what is it against the Rams? Is that where we're at? I believe we've already established that. Yeah. Damn Rams on Monday night football. Whew. We'll see. And we'll see. Now the 49ers done, have done well against the past in recent past since Kyle Shanahan took over, have done well against the Rams. Obviously they lost the last game against the Rams, but they got a shot. It just can't look like what it looked like against the Broncos. We know damn well for sure. But again, I appreciate everybody for listening to Strike and Gold. Thank you for participating in our takeaways tweet. Thank you for making this these post game reactions so fun. I appreciate it. But again, it's it's on you guys. Like it, it wouldn't be what it is without you guys, your replies and your participation. So I, I appreciate it. Always, you know, I, I say it after every pod. It's it's on you guys, man. Strike and Gold is is you guys. It's more you guys than it is me. So um, jump out there. Whatever pod, whatever application you listen to the podcast, give us a, a review, a positive one if you believe in it. Um, make sure you're downloading it, subscribing, reviewing, rating, sending it to your friends. I would appreciate it. 
Um, and but again, just the fact that you're here listening is 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 all I really need. So, hey, we got to move on. We got to move on. We'll be at you. Oh, and I apologize for not having uh, my preview pod this week. Um, I don't know what happened, but by within a twelve-hour tw- uh, span, my ankle went from normal to I can no longer put any weight on my foot. And just as quickly, it like fixed itself. I thought my foot was broken. I thought my old age was catching up to me. I don't know. I was in a boot for a little bit. I have a boot. I'm going to wear it tomorrow to school just to be careful. But I'm walking around the house feeling great. But like 24 hours ago, I could barely put weight on it. I don't know if it's like tendonitis or something, but it was absolutely brutal for like 48 hours. And there was no way. I, it, it hurt so bad I didn't even want to sit at this chair and record the pod. So I apologize for not having a preview pod this week. It will not happen this week. We will be previewing. We'll be touching on some more storylines throughout the week and reactions to the to the game we just had. And then we'll start previewing the, uh, the Los Angeles Rams and whether the 49ers can survive Jimmy Garoppolo. Find out next time. Anyways, love you guys. Thank you for listening to Strike Gold for, for another week. I'm Rob, and we are signing out.